Good morning. Yeah. Hey, welcome to church, everybody. Um, I got to do announcements today. It'll be fun. I want to just take the uh, opportunity, take a couple minutes to welcome everybody, all our guests here to, to celebrate with a friend who's getting baptized or a family member. Uh, it means so much that you would support uh, someone in this step of faith. So thank you for coming from wherever you came from and taking the time to come and celebrate. It's a really cool thing. Um, it's all happening today at the bridge. So we have a baptism service, which is going to look different than our usual service, and I'll explain that in a few minutes. But uh, afterwards, something we've been announcing for a while is also kind of our try to do it quarterly, and we still don't have a catchy name for it. And I guess that's just our style. But it's, uh, it's sort of if you're newer to the church, welcome to the bridge lunch. Um, does that have a good ring? No, you can be honest. We're in church. So we'll come up with a cool name, but it's a uh, time for you to hang out and uh, just spend some some time together with your church family. So if you've been coming for a little while, maybe this is your first Sunday. It's basically if you would like to hang out with myself, I want to hang out with you um, and some of our uh, like our deacon team and a few people that help serve and make everything at the bridge happen and hang out with one another. We're going to have lunch right after right after service. So I know some uh, quite a few people have signed up, but feel free to hang out if you want to eat food and get to know your church family better. So that's today. Um, we have a really cool uh, Spring Connect th- uh, coming up, just trying to figure out cool ways for our church to hang out together. And um, there's nothing cooler than eating chili and line dancing. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we line dancing? Are we also two-stepping or anything like that? Where's Delisha? We're line dancing. Like do do Is it like that whole deal where you call it out? Just line dancing. Boot, scoot, and boogie. Our fearless leader in the back. Um, so that's going to be stinking fun. And that literally, because we're eating chili, never mind. May 21st, uh, coming up from 5 to 8. So um, come hang out, all right? Uh, Last but not least for today, Newcomer's Lunch, uh, City Outreach Meals, Tuesday the 10th. So coming up, not uh, next Sunday, but the following Tuesday is when we gather here to make all of our meals for our city outreach. Um, We make 100 and something meals uh, first Tuesday of every month to distribute around the city to people who um, could benefit from that. So it's an honor for us to get to do it, and that's coming up on the 10th. And last but not least, I wanted to share this. Um, I was on uh, another church's website the other day because uh, I was seeing if, how they did something on their page because I was like, maybe we'll steal that and do it on ours. Um, no, it was just some wording that they had around their leadership page, and I was on there looking, and um, then I clicked on our website, and I was so, I just, I love um, the work that has been put into it by Caitlin, and I was reading some of the reviews that people have written about their time at the bridge, and about four of the, three of the reviews that I read um, were from people who God brought them here for a season, 
And one of them in particular, she has moved on to Minnesota with her husband where God called them and they're doing great. And I was like, you know, I wonder what new stories have come through the door that we haven't heard yet. And we have been finding that when people come to the church and we want people to come, that they'll, what they'll do is they'll click on the website typically and check it out and then they'll click on Google and read reviews. And um, I'm pleased to say we have cool Google reviews except for one guy who called us uh, uh, nothing special uh, fast food church. I was like, that's harsh, but it depends on what fast food you get. <laughs> is Chipotle fast food? Because it's pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, if you've been coming for a while and God has done a work in your life, there's a way to do social media that says, look at me. I have a hard time with that type of, of stuff because we want... It's just uh, the self-promotion thing of, of social media, so I really don't push it too hard. But there is a way by either checking in on a Sunday morning, writing a review, sharing a social, like an Instagram post, things like that, that also can say, you know what, this is something that God is doing in my life. And it's actually a way to share your faith with those around. That someone might be like, whoa, I didn't know that was going on in their life. That is really cool. And there might be a click. And that's a way to just be like, this is what God is doing. So whether it's a review on uh, Google or what else you can do is just write something on here. And, and if you're okay with it, we would throw it up on our website. And so when people click on, it's not just this institution or organization, organization but it's a group of people that God is like working in their life. And someone can relate to that more than they can looking at a really well put together leadership website page. And so I just want to encourage you guys to do that. If you wouldn't mind, that would be awesome. And I think it makes room for more people to be like, I'm, I can relate to that. Does that make sense? All right, that's all the announcements we have. Um, JJ would usually come up now. And so, hi, welcome to the church. My name is JJ. I get the honor of being uh, the pastor here uh, alongside an amazing uh, team of people. And today um, is a really special day. We're going to do something that we've never actually done before. And we're going to have a service wholly given to baptizing five people. Yeah, let's get a, a round of applause. I'm not just showing my white legs for nothing. It's a bold move. It is Bellingham, and it is barely May. Um, continuing with the theme that God is doing really cool things here, I want to share, I had prepared some stuff, but I just want to share with you guys from the heart from a couple of passages from the Bible, about baptism and what it is. Well, I've been meeting with this group of people that's getting baptized today, and um, we've talked through some of the stuff. But I just want to briefly share this with you guys, if I could. Two texts, so you know that what we're doing is biblical. If you guys would look in your Bible and open up to the book of Matthew, 
Um, or you can write this down and go look at it later. I'm going to read it to you. I want to read to you guys two passages. It says this in Matthew 28, chapter 28, the very last three verses of the book of Matthew says this, and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You know, baptism is something that you see as an act of faith in the, in the New Testament. Before Jesus came on the scene, it was something that people were doing to say, like, uh, God, I want my life to be, it was, a, it was a sign of repentance, saying, Lord, I want my life to honor you. I want to be ready for when the Messiah, Jesus, comes. We're looking at it now when Jesus says after his death, burial, and resurrection, before he ascends to heaven, and this is right before the church had it, was born. This was right before the church's birthday. But he says something here that's really profound, really simple, and really awesome. This is what he says. I have all authority, Jesus himself. He has lived perfect life, conquered the last enemy of death, rose from the grave, and has some departing words to people. And this is what he says to his followers. He says, go, there's movement. He says, he didn't say go and baptize as many people as you can. He says, go make disciples. And he says, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And after that, he says, teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. So I have this little black silicone ring on here. This is a wedding ring. I've been married um, 18 years now. This ring doesn't make me married. It just shows that I am married. There was a time when I used to have this cool gold ring that we had made, and, and uh, then I got more into the trades when we moved here to Washington. I was using my hands every day, and my hands started getting super buff. No big deal. <laughs> um, or something started happening, and my, my ring got really tight, like crazy tight, and I could not get it off. And then my finger started to hurt real bad, and I was, I was like, I'm going to have to cut this thing off of my finger. Anyways, long story short, I got it off. And there was about a year or two where I didn't wear a ring. Now, I was still 100% married and committed to my wife and all of that. But uh, then we, somebody came out with these sweet little things that you can wear, the silicone ones, and got a ring put back on. Baptism's kind of like that for a Christian. Baptism doesn't say, um, now you're saved. Or now you can go to heaven. It's saying, 
my life, I have surrendered my life to the person of Jesus, the work of the Holy Spirit, and I want to identify with Jesus. I want to be his follower. He says, make disciples. Disciples mean Padwan learner. That's what it means. It means a follower, someone who follows your teaching and your lifestyle, someone who identifies with the entirety of who you are. That's what baptism is. Uh, A wedding ring is saying, I want to be with this person. And as a symbol of that, with this ring, I thee wed. And you have a symbol of what your inward person is doing. I also like to think of baptism, for any sports fans out there, um, is like, think of your favorite athlete, their number, um, Russell Wilson. He's a Bronco now. Um, But when you wear a jersey, you're kind of saying, this is my favorite. You want to identify with who that person is. It's sort of like wearing Jesus's jersey, but it's in a way that you can't see. And when the day you get baptized is like the day you put it on and you're like, I want to identify with who Jesus is and what he's done and what he says about who I am and what he's going to do. Baptism doesn't make God love you anymore. He already loves you fully and completely. Whether you get baptized or you say, I don't want to follow Jesus, his love for you never changes. He loves you completely. Baptism doesn't make you saved. My fav- one of my favorite uh, accounts in the Bible is when Jesus was actually hanging on the cross. And there was a guy hanging next to him, receiving just, according to the Roman culture, capital punishment, justly, for crimes that he has committed. And right before Jesus dies, this man looks at him and he, because he was making fun of him, being like, save us, you call yourself. And then something switched in his life and he goes, Lord, would you remember me when you come into your kingdom? And the Lord says to this criminal hanging on the cross, he says, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. He wasn't baptized, but he was transformed. Baptism is a, pro- is a step in the process of what we call discipleship, following Jesus. But it's a very special thing. I remember mine, baptism day, like how I remember my wedding day. But when I got married to Steph, I, w- I wasn't all about the day. I was about the life. When I got married and I said, I do, here's what I didn't say. I know what love is. I know all the things that are going to come our way, and I know exactly what to do. I do. Anyone been married on your wedding day? It's more like you're saying, I don't have a clue what I'm doing, but I'm agreeing in a covenant to learn with you forever. That's, that's marriage. So baptism, in a sense, is saying, Lord, I don't know all the things that are going to come my way but you do. And so I want to commit myself to you and let the world know that's who I am. It's cool, right? And and it is a simple act of obedience. When you are baptized, you identify with Jesus's life, 
death, and resurrection because you have your life. As you go under the water, it's a symbol of dying, of death. You're identifying with Jesus' death on your behalf, his physical death, and, and conquering of your sin, and then rising to new life, to fresh life, to life led not by your emotions or your flesh, but led by God himself. The Bible says that when you are, when you uh, put your faith and trust in Jesus, it says the old things are passed away and you are a new creature in Christ. That's so sweet. One more verse I want to share with you guys is in the book of Hebrews, a little bit to the right, chapter 12. And this isn't so much for those of you getting baptized today or what baptism is about, but this is for us, their church family. I think it's important because a lot of what we do in our world now is really individualistic, meaning it's what I do, it's my thing. Um, We have lost sometimes some of the, the things that I believe Jesus would want us to know, ways that he would want us to live. One of them is this. You were never designed to go at this alone. Baptism is an individual response of an individual life to following Jesus. But I'm here to tell you it is into a body of believers in which you do that. It's like when we talked about communion a few weeks ago. It was given in the context of community. Baptism is a public thing, not to like put a check mark for Team Jesus to the world, like, look, we baptized another one, devil. But a way it's saying, well, check this out. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also. Lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the founder and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and now he is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. There's something in here that says this is my thing and it's our thing. So when in a sec, each one of, of uh, these five people, uh, Connor, Brielle, Zelia, Nicholas, and Angela, they're going to come up and they're going to share briefly why they, they're getting baptized. Because there's something powerful, like on a wedding day, when you see people making a commitment and you remember, oh man, I remember my baptism. I remember the work that God has done in my life. I remember what he promises he will do in my life so we're going to let them share and just let it be uh what it is and when afterwards when we go into the water and they come out of the water i want you to cheer like heaven cheers because you know what the bible says about when someone gives their life to jesus for those of you that think christianity is boring let me just tell you there's a party happening in heaven that no party on earth could ever compare to it says the rejoicing in heaven that happens over one person turning and giving, them, giving themselves to God. I believe it shakes the foundations of the world. There, there's so much excitement. And it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud 
of witnesses. You know, this is our time on this earth. You're here for a reason. 2022, it's not by chance that these are the years that you were given to live your life. There's not by chance that this, these are the years that this is the church that Jesus wanted to be in Bellingham, Washington, uh, 1815 Cornwall Street. Everything God does is for a purpose. And when someone gives their life, this is the church family that people are brought into. And we believe it's part of our mission statement is that we would be a place where people can gather around Jesus. And so there's a cloud of witnesses that has gone on for thousands of years before us. People have been doing this and it's our turn. And when people come along, there is nothing better than to welcome people into the body of Christ and the family of God to let them know that they are loved and supported and people are for them. So that is our part as a church family and as the body of Christ in general. That knocks down every uh, denominational line, every upbringing, every tradition that you had that maybe was important in one family and not another. It's saying, I too am a follower of Jesus. Welcome. Let's be family. That's good, right? All right. So here's what we're going to do next. We're going to start with Angela. Angela, would you come up? And Angela, you guys welcome Angela up, would you? Okay. You share. I'll try not to throw up. <laughs> I'm a little uh, nervous. Uh, so about nine years ago, or close actually about eight and a half years ago, um, my husband and I were trying for a baby, and uh, for about five years, we've done three in vitros, all have failed, um, except for the very last one, and um, we were very joyous to finally have that excitement. I wasn't walking with the Lord. My husband isn't walking with the Lord currently, and um, just after that time, um, my dad passed away, and um he had cancer and um, battled it for eight years, but, uh, you know, he, he finally, after he got the news that I was pregnant, he, he said his joy was complete and he was ready to be with the Lord. And um, that, um, then about a week later, I lost the baby. So, as you can imagine, um, kind of hit rock bottom and, um, I'm shaking, sorry. <laughs> um, it wasn't until... Um, I read a letter that my dad had wrote me, and uh, my dad was a very devout Christian, and um, his greatest ambition was for me to walk with Christ, and it's taken eight years, but um, I finally um, feel very much close to God, and um, I want to just read one verse that um, really spoke out to me, um, John eight twelve. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And today I am choosing the light of life for the rest of my life. Okay. Connor, you want to come next? You guys welcome up, Connor, would you? You're so Bellingham. <laughs> Short football. 
Good morning, everyone. My name is Connor. I, I assure you I don't normally dress like this. Um, I want to actually read some scripture, and um, it's out of Luke 15. It's the parable of the lost sheep, so I'll read it here. So then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him and to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. This this parable really speaks to me. This is um, back in um, back in December, just the last year. I was not walking close to the Lord at all, and through a series of events that happened um, in a very short time in one week. My heart was just completely transformed, and God faithfully um, rescued me and brought me back into the fold. And I was the lost sheep that He came to save and bring back to Him. And so I was the lost sheep, and and now He has found me. And He who began a good work is faithful to complete it. And so, praise the Lord, I'm His. <laughs> Awesome, buddy. So good. Okay, how about Brielle? Yeah, welcome up, Brielle. Thank you. Okay. Mine's probably going to be very short and sweet, but um, I've always been a Christian. My, you know, I grew up Christian, but I never was raised in the church. Um, and recently I started my walk with God about probably five months ago, and I found the Bridge community, and I'm very grateful for that. And um, I just, I'm extremely grateful to, oh my gosh, be on my walk with God. And I'm extremely grateful for everyone here, and especially Gina and Connie and Caitlin. You guys are, I love my life group. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's, kind of why I want to, you know, get closer with God, and that's, yeah, that's pretty much all I got, so. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. That's great. Okay, two more. Nick, come on up, Nick. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Nicholas Kraus. I was born into a household without church or faith and was never baptized. Then I was called to the Lord 12 years ago this December. I sat on my living room couch as I gave my life to Christ, witnessed by my closest friend. My life has never been the same. Since then, I have grown in my relationship with the Lord, learned the discernment of his voice, felt the warmth of his love, the peaceful relief of his grace and mercy. I have felt the true miracle of being obedient to a good and just and perfect God that has loved me from before I was born and knows me better than I know myself. This relationship has been a personal one, shared with few, if any, other people in my life. 
Begun by a trip to the emergency room, God has called me into a season of alignment. He has softened my heart, mended and emboldened any relationships that I've had, taught me to value and tend to my body, mind, and spirit like the sacred gifts they are. And also, God has called me to church. He called me to the place just across the street from where I work, the place I would stare at and wonder about as I got coffee each day from cruising in the parking lot. He called me to the bridge. It has been a true blessing to stand in fellowship and share in worship with all of you. It is a blessing to stand before you now as God has called me to be baptized today. A baptism that celebrates my complete and total surrender to Christ, for I am who he created me to be. A celebration not just held quietly between the Lord and I, but declared boldly before the congregation, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you, Bridge family, for being a part of this incredibly important day in my life. All glory given to him. Thank you. Thanks, bud. That's awesome. Okay, we saved the best for last. Come on, Zelia. You guys, will you welcome up Zelia? So today I am getting baptized because I want to surrender my life to Christ and I want to live with him forever. And also because the Bible tells me that Therefore, go into all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. So today I am getting baptized and taking the first step in obedience to being with God. So good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Why don't we go in that same order. Can you guys remember that? All right, I'll do try to as well. All right. Angela. Okay, I'm going to Oh, and we don't we have we're going wireless mics in the hot tub so don't anybody worry. 